Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Unqualifying Sessions with me, Amy. Now I am recording this a little bit later than usual and you might be able to tell in my voice but um, I lost my voice for two days, yeah. I went to go and see Harry Styles um, at Wembley on Saturday night and basically had no voice. If I can, I'll insert a clip here of how bad it was. It was not very good, definitely could not have recorded a podcast, but it's a lot better now. But yeah, here's the clip if I can insert it. So, it's not in the Canadian Grand Prix. Max won, Georgia School got his top five finish of the races so far this year. I need to record a podcast. And I sound like this. Thanks, Harry Styles, Wembley Night One. The things you go through for being a Harry Styles fan and a F1 fan. Love that for me. <laughs> I But anyway, yes, we're talking all about the Canadian Grand Prix today and everything that happened. So, let's start off. So, the first part of the race weekend we have to talk about is Fernando Alonso got onto the front row in qualifying. He got second overall, which was really good for him. Unfortunately, he didn't make that stick going into the actual race now Max and Lewis had a really good start um, and so did Magnussen actually and um, we did get to see a bit of wheelchair racing for Hamilton and Magnussen kind of right off the bat um, however during kind of the opening few laps we did see um, damage to Magnussen's car um, it was the front wing that was damaged um, at first they was like it's fine you can stay out you can go and deal with it unfortunately the stewards were like no you can't you need to sort this out so he actually did get a black and orange flag which meant he had to go into the pit now by lap nine we had a virtual safety car already in the race so in lap eight Perez had issues with his car and his car basically came to a halt so for lap nine a virtual safety car opened so quite a few people well not loads actually I say loads but not too many but some people did monopolize on this and um change their tires we saw previously I believe it was Gasly and Vettel slightly earlier on in the race once the um pit was open they were already changing their tires because of it was quite high degradation so um I believe Verstappen and Hamilton did take advantage of this safety car as a few others um, but that people were already complaining of tyres um, and issues those quite early on in the race um, we did see what looked like possibly a good run for Mick Schumacher he you know, did a really good qualifying, he got into Q3. Um, unfortunately, he also had some mechanical issues too. It looked like he was gonna score his like first load of points in, in Formula One. However, because of his mechanical issue, it just did not happen for Mick. So that was a bit sad. Um, we also saw, which was a bit shocking, 
because they have been pretty quick in the past. And McLaren had some really long pit stops um, this weekend. They were like six seconds. It was crazy. Um, and I did feel really sorry for Lando because he obviously didn't have a great qualifying. Um, he didn't get into Q3. And they decided to double stack so they did Daniel and then Lando and Daniel's pit stop was quite slow as well and then Lando's they just didn't have the stuff ready so it was a really slow pit stop for both the McLarens and and lost them a lot of valuable time so that wasn't good for them um also with both of the McLaren boys where they were unfortunately they were in a DRS train um, for quite long stints and they no one was getting round so that was a bit like I was, I was just like can someone just try like it was so like hard because you could see like people like Guan Yu Zhou and um, was only like 0.4 seconds behind like um Sebastian Vettel and then behind him Danny Ricardo was like 0.5 it was and it was just like oh my gosh it was just getting longer and longer this like DRS train but um yeah it wasn't great I think they kind of do need to figure out a way to stop this because you see with people really close together but because they're so close to the person in front and the other person in front of them is also really close to the person in front it's like it's just not yeah I honestly feel like they need to sort it out because no one can overtake in those situations and it's just making it a bit like a little bit frustrating to watch I think in my opinion and I obviously very frustrating for the drivers too um we did get to see moving on from all of that something I wasn't sure we would see this season it was brief but it gave me 2021 vibes when Max came out of this pit stop and he came out behind Lewis Hamilton I was like oh my god now don't get me wrong the Red Bull is a lot faster than the Mercedes but I was like oh my god we get to see it again did last too long the red bull is just super fast max did nice to overtake him on the straight but it just it was just like oh look at that <laughs> um leclerc started at the back of the grid um 19th he started in because he took a um power unit um upgrade a power unit change and so he had to fight his way through the pack he managed to get up to fifth so a pretty solid and um, you know really impressed with Charles he did so well getting up to fifth and getting into the points starting all the way back in 19th um we did see another um car DNF and that was with Yuki Tsunoda so after coming out of the pits he kind of went straight and his tires weren't warm and he literally came out the pits and went straight into the barrier um so that led to a safety car and this actually worked out quite well for Carlos Sainz because he was needed to come into pit um 
so he came into the pits he came out second at this point um behind max and obviously because of the safety car he was obviously a lot closer than what he would have been if he just had to pit normally so we did get to see a bit towards the end the last few laps um carlos and max kind of I wouldn't say fighting, but you could just see Carlos like getting up there, like putting a little bit of pressure on Max. In the end, Max did take the win. Um, and then we had Carlos in second. And then we got to see another Mercedes podium. But this time it was Lewis Hamilton. Um, he managed to get up on the podium and coming third for Canada, which I think is probably maybe like a little bit of a boost considering I think it was on Friday Thursday or Friday they asked him about the car yes it was Friday it was after practice I believe so in my head and he was just like yeah this car is really really bad so it was kind of be like okay a little bit of a boost um to see him get up into third um speaking of Mercedes we also had George Russell who again missed a consistency this year another top five finish for him he came fourth overall um speaking of another driver we need to talk about so i'm thinking when alonso come he you know started second so he ended up seventh at the time and it's because afterwards he received a five second penalty and a penalty point for reading in front of Bottas. So he went from seventh to ninth in the end. So I am just gonna do a little bit of a rundown of where everyone finished. So we have Max Stappen first, Carlos Sainz second, and he was a bit up um fastest lap as well so you got an extra point Lewis Hamilton George Russell Charles Leclerc 6th we have Ocon 7th Bottas 8th Guan Yu Zhou this is his second point um, since the first race of the year in Bahrain so well done Guan Yu Zhou 9th we have Alonso 10th Stroll 11th Daniel Ricciardo 12th Sebastian Vettel 13th Alex Albon 14th Pierre Gasly 15th Lana Norris 16th Nicholas Atifi and 17th Kevin Magnussen and like I said we had Yuki Tsunoda, Mick Schumacher and Sergio Perez who DNF'd during the race. So moving on a bit from the race, um, if you listen to the last episode of the podcast which I did with my dad we talked a bit about the issue with the porpoise in um and a lot of the drivers um back in Baku were saying you know it's getting really bad and we don't know if it's sustainable so just before the race a few days before the race the FIA stepped in um to help reduce the effects of poor poisoning um, after a number of drivers did report issues. Um, the FIA even consulted with doctors to, you know, discuss what the best course of action is. And they decided that in the interest of safety, this is coming from the official FIA statement, it is necessary to intervene to require that the teams make necessary adjustments to reduce or to eliminate this phenomenon um so 
they are really stepping in with the porpoising. I, from what I could see on, you know, like the actual race, it looked a little bit better. I definitely think that people are making changes because it is just not sustainable in any way, shape or form. Um, but, you know, I'm only looking at this from from my eyes I'm not you know there but it looks like some progress has has been made but I suppose we've got to keep looking and hoping that more changes can come because yeah it's definitely not sustainable and we don't know how much of an impact that this could possibly have on the drivers in the future so I think it kind of was important that the FIA did step in and kind of make that statement of like this needs to be sorted so yes that was Canada and a little bit of F1 news that we've had um hopefully my voice hasn't been too bad but yeah blame Harry Styles concert because this is what happens when you go (laughs) um obviously we have a break now for a week a little break and then next race is Silverstone I'm really hoping like I said I think in the Baku one that we see a British driver on the podium I say this is it British bias obviously you know I want to see a Brit on the podium because you know one it's Silverstone two I'm British and three it's the start of like the British sporting season so like come on you have to so that would be really good to see if that can happen I'm fingers crossed for that um I really like Silverstone I think Silverstone is always a really good race and I'm not just saying that because I'm British I'm saying that because it's the truth (laughs) um and yeah really excited for Silverstone we also have a W series race um at Silverstone so a look out for some content coming out regarding that as well also next week I'm gonna start my series about the history of Formula One um, going through the decades so that should be fun we'll put on our historian caps and start off with the 50s and go through the first decade of the world championship of Formula One but until then thank you for being with me with my voice thank you for supporting me it really does mean a lot and have a great rest of your week and until next time have a great one and i'll see you in the next episode bye